Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Welcome to the Comedy Trap Welcome to the Comedy Trap House. Comedy Trap House. Welcome everybody back to another episode of the Comedy Trap House. I am your host, Rome Green Jr., and there's literally a dog in my damn lap. Um, happy holidays to everyone out there. If you listen, if you're listening, hope you're with your loved ones, whether it's your friends, your family, your close relatives, your dogs, your cats, your hamsters, your snakes, even though snakes ain't pets. I don't know why people got, I don't know why people got snakes for pets. It doesn't make any sense to me, but happy holidays nonetheless. Um, Things are a little different today. I am uh, fresh off a plane back in North Carolina. Well, not fresh off a plane. I I got off the plane about two, three days ago. But mm-hmm. I am in North Carolina with my family in Hillsboro, North Carolina. For those of you who have never heard of it, it's because it's tiny. But it used to be the capital of North Carolina, which is a fun fact. Um, it's full of beautiful country people. The first thing I noticed when I got off the plane, I was like, man, it's real country out here. It's just nothing but trees. And I just hadn't seen that many trees in so long in one area. And um, but yeah, anywho, my special guest for the day is someone who I love dearly, who has been in my life for. 23 years now mm-hmm. my mother is currently handing me <laughs> stockings why do I need these right now I don't know um, but yes this woman has been in my life for 23 years now um, I am 8 years older than her we come from the same vagina mm-hmm. fr- from the, the same, same woman uh, it is my baby sister, aka baby girl, aka oh, the fluorescent crescent, <laughs> aka brighter than the sun, aka Snow White, <laughs> aka her real name, Taylor. That Everybody, is me. welcome my little sister, Taylor. And uh, thank you for having me yeah. on your podcast today. Yeah, I, I, I was like, you know what? I, I've done a podcast with my mother, but done a podcast with DJ Slice, a.k.a. my dad. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga there is just hilarious. 
with DJ Slice, my dad. I've, I've, you know, I've done many podcasts, so I was like, you know what? It's time to get you on here. How you feeling today? Oh, I'm doing all right. I heard your head is tight. It looked my tight. My head is super tight today. Like, I just got my hair retwisted. It's been yeah. way too long. So are these dreads or twists? The, or what I got are they now twins? Is two, <laughs> what I got now is two-strand twists. Two-strand twists. Okay, okay. Yes. I want to get that, too, but my hair ain't long enough. You know what's funny? My um, So, also, we have a dog in here named Gizmo. <laughs> Gizmo is her new dog. Her and her boyfriend have a dog, and his name is Gizmo. And he won them cute, ugly dogs, but I like him. I like Gizmo. He's a he's a French bulldog, yeah. a Frenchie. Yeah, he's a Frenchie. He's a Frenchie. But um, yeah. So I want to do the two strand twist at some point before I go bald. Yeah, I don't think you should do that. Before I go bald, no, I want to do I, it. Here's yeah. the thing, because. <laughs> Why not? This is the reason why because I have hair now, and at some point I'm gonna be like my dad, and yeah. it's gonna go. It's gonna it's go. Gonna go. So it's like I have to appreciate the hair I have now. So right now, but I might just do regular like uh finger court or whatever they call it. Okay, court. yeah, yeah. I, I'm probably gonna do them tomorrow. Uh, maybe do them tomorrow. Um, depending on how I feel, but um. Yeah, so yeah, but it looks nice. It looks like it. Yeah, it's nice. Thank you. I appreciate For a second, I could have sworn you had dreads. Well, apparently there's a difference between dreads and locks. So I what oh, there's I, a difference between dreads. And, yeah. Okay, so my bad. I didn't. What I got is a uh, locks. Is that, is that what you have locks? Yes. Okay. Uh, Can you? You know tell what? Me the I cannot tell you the difference oh. <laughs> between the two. <laughs> but apparently that's what I have. Okay, you have you have locks. Okay, because it. Cause I could see how somebody had could, to correct me. Cause I I kept saying I had dreads. I could see how it could be mistaken. I completely understand that. But um, so here's the thing. Um, <clears throat> I I've known you for a long time now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, twenty three. You, you uh, so all my, my life. So my my sister when I she was born in ninety six. And when she Virgo was gang. born, yeah, she's a Virgo, Virgo gang. I got her tatted on my arm, Virgo, Virgo gang. Virgo. I, I, I get along with Virgos. You know, Gomez is a Virgo. Okay. Gomez okay, is a Virgo. Uh, Emmanuel is Leo slash Virgo. He's on the cusp. He's like on the And on see, the Virgos cusp. don't get along with Leos. But, and he's <laughs> both. So he don't get along with himself. Um, but I was going to say that when I first came home from the hospital with my dear beloved baby sister we have another sister jasmine too she is not here she is at home uh taking care of her child taking care of our niece baby london um but when i first brought you on the hospital i knew we had was gonna have a turmoiled relationship (laughs) because you threw up on me Mm -hmm. and i was like why this little nigga just throw up on me like this and i was like why did you do that you know what i'm saying like could you tell me why you did that as a child like you just was like i probably just seen your face and was just like you yeah. seen my face and was like Ugh. Mm-hmm. all right well let's get into some stuff <laughs> so you are eight years younger than me and oh i gotta tell y'all this so she comes and picks me up from the airport i fly in to charlotte this time I fly into Charlotte and she comes and picks me up uh, from the airport. When she picks me up, she has on she has she doesn't have her twist retwist or her hair's kind of wild. She <laughs> has on these sweats, this jacket, and I think like this sweatshirt. And so it we, was my it was my jersey. My it, oh yeah, it was her high school jersey. And so we riding in the car, <laughs> and I look at her and I was like. You look like a lesbian. <laughs> I was like, you dressed like a lesbian, which is nothing wrong with it, but she just looked like she was dressed to go <laughs> to a gay bar. But I, <laughs> but I was not, though. Oh, man. I was and comfy, was, and that's what matters. No, no, you were you were comfy, and that is, that nice is what that is um what matter oh hold on quick break real quick i just got an email that i gotta look at give me one second 
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Sorry about that, guys. You know, when the emails come in, <laughs> you got to answer them sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you're so important. Yeah, no, because I'm extremely important. Don't ever forget Absolutely that. Not. I'm very important. No. So what I want to <laughs> what I want to know is, like, what was one of your favorite Christmases that you can remember? Since this will be out probably tomorrow night uh, with Christmas Eve, probably early Christmas morning. But what was one of your favorite uh, Christmases that you can remember? Um... I mean, <laughs> if you hear my mother chiming in in the background, it's because she knows it, and I'm also in her living room. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, as far as Christmas goes, I remember the very well. As far as like going back far, yeah. whenever I got that scooter, you remember the pink scooter? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah. was one of my favorite Christmas. I, I don't know, I love that pink scooter, even though I did. Yes, I remember the pink scooter. <laughs> but um, that was one of my favorite Christmases. Yeah. And then also, I mean, really, last year, Christmas last year. takes takes the cake. Honestly. Oh, because you was in to, L.A.? Yeah, I got to go you out to Cali. You already know what it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? You already know. <laughs> out in Cali with her, bro. That was really cool. That was also the same time I got hacked. Yeah, 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 I was there for like I was there for it. But that like, was also the same time I got verified because you know they can't stop yeah, what God give you. You know what I'm can't. saying? You know what I'm talking about? You know, <laughs> gang, gang, gang. But anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, now that was now that was a great Christmas. Yeah. I think one of my favorite Christmas presents from you, mother, since you're standing there looking at me like a waitress with that. <laughs> what would you say? What all the stuff you done brought her and what? And that's she liked no, the scooter. That was one of, was one of my most one memorable of, like presents. And for those who are listening to this, and you are not from the country, this podcast is gonna get real country because my sister very country, and I'm definitely country. <laughs> so, but one of my best Christmases that I can remember is, um, oh, when I got my Nintendo sixty four. That was- that was a phenomenal Christmas for me because. Nintendo 64 was my that was my that was my jam. I love the controller and then my first game was Super Mario on there and it was just a whole new world of Super Mario. I was like, "Oh, games ain't going to never get better than this. It ain't going <laughs> to ever get better than this right here." And I was just so excited to play that game. That's one of my favorite. And then also I remember getting a bike one Christmas and just being, you know, you remember being outside was cool? Yeah. Being outside was a cool thing. You you came along because you were born in 96, I was born in 88, so you came along right when playing outside was starting to go out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was still a thing, but like, I mean, sorry, not in 96, but like, as you got older, like, yeah. by the time you were up of Able age to, to play outside. and play. Yeah. And like, it was starting to go out and more technology was starting to come in. And that's what we were talking about in the car. I was like, because I asked you. What I asked, was it about Facebook or it was um, it was about I think I asked you like what was your social net your main social network when you first got on social network what did you remember oh, yeah what I first got on and the first thing I got on was MySpace you okay first thing for you was MySpace because but cause, I do also remember I remember the AOL Messenger yeah because I was oh because I told you. I know how it's because I said you don't know what ASL is and you yeah. was like what's ASL and I was like that stands for age sex and location and so that's what that's what we would type into the AOL messenger and the Yahoo messenger listen those were the days man I would be like <laughs> you would go you'd be like yo what's your AOL I begged mama to get the AOL disc so we could so I could do the AOL messenger mm-hmm. she was wilding she was wilding sometimes so I had to use Yahoo messenger 
because uh-huh. she was a Yahoo girl. Yeah. But either way, all the chat rooms you would use ASL. And I'll be on there lying. I'll be like, yeah, you know I'm 18. Uh, <laughs> you know I'm a male. You know I'm about six. Six three athletic build. I was built like a bag of clothes back then. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> I was so I was on that line, but it's just crazy to see where the social networks are now compared yeah. to then. Because, like I said, you had MySpace. I was off of MySpace by the time you was probably on MySpace. On MySpace, and it. it would you say? I think Mama let me get um a MySpace at like fourteen. I yeah, think I, probably. I think I was like fourteen. Probably, and then Facebook was still for college students, so that was a whole. Yeah, I didn't really get on thing. Facebook until like um maybe about sixteen. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. I was on MySpace and my yearbook. Yeah, and uh, all that for like a little minute. Yeah. What, <laughs> what I what I but it's just because I just think the landscape has changed as far as like. Social media is so out of control now. Mm-hmm. Back then, it was like it probably had its wild moments, but it wasn't like it's how it is like now. How it is today, so today, I think you, social media makes me not want to be on it really that much. Yeah, you call and you, but you're a private person, kind of. Yeah, you kind of. A, would you consider yourself an introvert or extrovert? I am. <laughs> I just said this not too long ago. I am an extroverted introvert you're an extrovert so because like i'll talk to people yeah i'll you know socialize yeah yeah if you know that's the vibe in the room or whatever mm-hmm. but i really i stay at home <laughs> yeah i no, don't you, go out like that you I, don't answer text messages i, <laughs> I, I really don't you don't answer it, man. you gonna always answer mine but you don't yeah. answer other people's text messages yeah um, i just i mean i'm i don't know i'm a homebody yeah but so that's so that's where me and you differ I am I you've always known me to be an extrovert. I've always mm-hmm. been I I walk in a room, I talk, I do all that. Mm-hmm. And you are you like say so you never was quiet, quiet but it took but... you a little time to warm up to yeah. warm up to people. And I was going to say when you were younger, did that affect you like in high school or anything, like with friends or middle school that you can remember? Um well, I had Fifi. I had Felicia. I'm about to say you had Fifi. What's that? Uh, some type of some type of disease you get? I have. I, I got the Fifis. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I had Fifi um, in middle school. Yeah. And we really hung around like a lot of the a lot of the white kids at the school. That okay. Were like, um, so our school was predominantly white. White. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I can't really. It was a lot that, of black people in my school it's, too. It, we had a good mix. I feel yeah, like I feel like there was, was a good, good even mix, but all of us country. That's oh yeah, everybody country. That's one. That's how. That's one ethnicity together. It's country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even with like Ag Day, everybody yeah. would come together. Yo, for Ag Day. Yeah. You know how country you got to be yeah. to have an agricultural, agricultural day. Agricultural day. What What was that Ag Day? So um, for y'all, that, so. I want y'all to imagine Ag Day is a day where there's tractors outside, <laughs> hay activities, horses, cowboy boots. Everybody dressed. Everybody up. dressed like, like farmers. Farmers, yeah. It looked like cowboys. a farmers only meetup. That's what. <laughs> that's what it looked like. That's and what then Ag we have Day the, uh, was farm about. On the and we had a farm school, on at the school, on school property. Gizmo, sit down. <laughs> we had we had yeah we had a farm. On the school property, which was kind of wild as well. Yeah. What activity did they have at Ag Day um, that you can remember? That I can you might remember. get remember a little better than me. You know, I'm getting old. So I, no. it, and and you know the crazy thing is like a lot of stuff that happened in high school. It just you know why? Because high school didn't mind. matter. It did not matter. The high school I agree. did not matter. <laughs> it could have mattered if it we could've. if we did stuff that mattered. Yeah. But high but school didn't matter. Didn't. Did you? You know what? That's a good question. Was there was there ever a point in high school when you were like, don't none of this mean nothing? Yeah. Or did you not realize that till after you got out? No, that that was definitely in high school because remember I tried to leave high school early. I tried to graduate early. You did try to graduate and early. And so yeah. then after that, after I tried to graduate early and I got too many credits and I started going to the college classes, after that I was really over high school. I was like, yeah. I'm just here. Yeah, I'm, just, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just, just here. I'm just here. I'm just making it. I'm just hanging on. Yeah, because it's just like it, it was a certain – and then what the thing was with me and you being eight years apart, it's like I – I kind of got to see you go through 
like all the high school steps that that I got to go through. You know what I'm saying? It was like watching, just watching it all over again. And sometimes I wish, and you kind of got to let your your siblings make their own mistakes and do their own thing. But it was at some points I was like, I'd be telling mama, I'd be like, man. I just wish you would do this, wish you'd do that. But then I had to realize you are your own person. You know what I'm saying? You are your own person. You you got to do exactly what you got to do. And for the longest time, it was it was like we thought we, you were going to go into the uh, veterinarian field. Oh, yeah. Remember that? That yeah. was, And <laughs> we that's what we thought. And But it's okay to think that, but I feel like we were kind of pushing the narrative onto you when you were still trying to figure out what you what wanted, wanted to do. To do. But yeah. because to us, you sounded so sure. Cause y'all know I love animals. Yeah. And how I am with animals. Yeah. I mean like you, you are an animal. So it's like you living Whoa. in the woods. Hold on. Is, oh, my bad. <laughs> I didn't mean to tell everybody. Hold on. I thought you lived in the jungle. I ain't know that. <laughs> but no, no, you, you, you did love animals and you always told us that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. But it wasn't until later in life that I had to realize, like, that's just like anybody saying, like, oh, I want to be a, a policeman. I want to be a policeman. Then one day to like, the president. Then, yeah, well, I want to be president. Then one day to like, you know what? I want to like uh, shovel shoot dirt in, in, in Wyoming. Uh-huh. You know, I don't know. Like, whatever they want to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, for the longest, that's what we thought you were going to do. And then you went to architecture. Okay, I went to drafting. You went to drafting, and yeah, yeah. Like the thing about it is, is that I couldn't find. I wanted to go to an HBCU. Yeah, that was kind of sort of where I was leaning towards. And what's the HBCU? I, a historical, beautiful college university. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's historically black. Okay, all right, but yeah. now gotcha. that you gotcha. all know that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Basically, I wanted to go to HBCU, but I wanted to do something around the realms of drafting, but I couldn't really find anything that was what just What does drafting, drafting entail? Does it entail I mean, math? Yeah. I and mean, that's you why do a I didn't of... know anything about it, because me and math <laughs> are like, no, just we, me and math are just those two. That's We're a toxic couple. We don't... <sighs> Yeah, we just we just argue, and, oh, no. and she's there a fraction of the time. You get it? You get it? You understand? Jeez. You get it? <laughs> you cheese. Dad joke. Uh, but um, yeah. So what's drafting exactly? Um, I mean drafting in lameness terms yeah. is basically just creating the um, layout for whatever it may be. It may be a house, or, mm. or if it's like a tiny house or okay so like, like if i want to get a house with like certain um items that like like a land so it's different from an architect because an architecture goes in and does like the structure and then i guess yeah. the drafter drafts never, up the initial designs oh well you didn't finish so I you did didn't. not go <laughs> <laughs> i did not go all the way through yeah it's true so you didn't find therefore, out therefore i didn't sense. really find out much um besides because you know college just wants to waste your time in the beginning and so yeah they give you all the basics and yeah. stuff that you really don't need they don't give you the core of what you actually need until yeah. you get to about your junior year so let me ask you because that was a big thing with with when when that happened where you when you the day you decided to give up the <laughs> quick college let me ask you what was the final thing that you were like you know what i think i really don't want to do this anymore and here's the thing at the time of course, me and me and your mother didn't understand because y- you were going so hard, and because you were like almost done. We were like, "Oh, we don't understand." But in hindsight, it's just not for everybody. It's just, hindsight is not for everybody, and if it doesn't, at the end of the day, if you weren't happy, then that's not. I'd rather you be happy than to be miserable going to college and doing what you need to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, so what? What was the moment you were like, "All right, I'm trying to." do something different like i don't think this is um, i don't think i'm gonna finish honestly it was like it had to be exactly what you said i yeah. was very unhappy and yeah. i could tell that it was draining me okay and i could tell that i needed a break and so i was in the cafeteria one day and i was just sitting there yeah and i i wasn't even with nobody i was i was just sitting there by myself mm-hmm. and i was just like I don't know what I want to do outside of this 
and that may be why I haven't stopped yet. Uh, and I was like, but okay. I, I just don't want to do this. And yeah. so the main thing that day is I was just like, I don't know what I want to do, but I don't want to do this. But it's like, I know I'm going to continue to find something else during this time. I'm not going to just sit here and waste my time after yeah. I get out of college yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So that's just mainly uh, mainly it. I was very unhappy. I was at a very low point. That's fair. I mean, that, uh, it, and that's the thing. You were, and you also were scared. This fear was stopping you from just stopping, I guess, previously. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. You just can't let fear be your motivation. You had to, and you finally, you know, got up the courage and was like, you know what, I'm just... I'm done doing this. And I just think that's a it's just a lesson in life that we all have to understand that especially when we have kids or if if we have kids, you know, it's like we have to understand that they may want to go down a certain path. They may want to do something. And that might be the path for a long time. But then something may switch, something may click and they may have to pivot. Me and Cam talk about this on Boss Talk, the power of the pivot. You might have to pivot and go into another direction with your life. And that's that's okay, too. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody's going to understand. Not everybody's going to agree with. Not, every, not everybody's going to understand. But you got to do what's best for you. You know what I'm saying? So. And I, learned, I had to learn that recently um, at the beginning. Well, it was around March of this yeah. year is whenever I had decided to quit my job and um, just start working for myself. Yeah. Just being out here figuring out just ways being out just here. being out here figuring out ways to listen um, guys make i don't money. want y'all to ever just be out here <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh that's a, listen i i know all about quitting jobs that's a scary thing man yeah this so this february will mark eight years since i left my job left your job and here but my my thing is always funny because i went to go quit and i got laid off so that's a whole nother <laughs> That's, I did not know that. You didn't know that? Uh-uh. Yeah, man. I literally went to go quit. <laughs> and that day, they called us in the office and was like, we laying you off. And I was like, oh, dang. Oh. I had to fake like I was like, oh, dang, that's crazy, man. <laughs> Y'all going to do people like that? That's wild, man. <laughs> then I said, hey, but we get unemployment, right? They said, yeah. Okay, cool. Dang, that's wild, man. Let me get on up out of here. And it's just kind of funny because had I had that's why if you would have quit if I would have quit I wouldn't have got, been, got the uh, unemployment, unemployment I'd have been yeah. so mad if they find out like yeah they you know they laid people off dang it I should have waited a little longer <laughs> so yeah so it'd be eight years since I've been to uh, a nine to five and that's, that's just a blessing. it's a blessing and that's just how that's just me personally and, and, and plus the guys in my group we all knew that where dorm table was going where dt was going to be how we were going to impact the world we didn't know how it was going to happen i mean we didn't know we know any of that stuff but we just knew that we were going to be doing something big now speaking of that i want to i want to ask you when i first started dorm taming you were 13 because it's been this this our 10 years yeah there's a decade we started a decade ago was i really 13 you were 13 years old Goodness gracious. 13 years old. Head still big. Still same size head. <laughs> head shaped like I had a Cadillac. My then, Just, I huh? So I think I had my braces then. Oh, you did have braces? Yeah. Oh, man. Ooh, we. That's wild. But <laughs> when we first started Dorm Tainment, then you know what? Let's, let's take it back a little further. Let's take it back to me and you growing up. Like, did you always see me as a creative? creative or like growing up like i'm trying to see when you were like okay i could see my brother possibly doing this or doing that you may have been too young to even really recognize anything because i mean because initially you know you was rapping yeah that's and what I'm so, saying. so like i didn't i didn't think that rapping was something that you were going to probably stick to but i knew that the beat making okay. i knew that was like so because well, it was it was plenty of beats that i would i would hear you play over and over and yeah, over yeah, and yeah, over yeah. again yeah and i would i'd start memorizing them i'd start yeah. like remembering what you would well do. i do want to correct you bars ain't never went nowhere okay all yeah right, bar, well, like, bars like still bars right. ain't never went nowhere <laughs> don't ever I okay. am part of I, Listen Tropical Storm <laughs> Is one of the f- 
the hardest groups in the world All right. with yeah. our hit single, Dick Touch the Water. All right. So <laughs> don't ever try the bars. But all anywho, right. I know okay. you didn't mean that. It's all right. It's cool. Bars okay. is always there. He's, the fans know. The fans know I be spitting. But no, no. Um, Yeah, I was making I was making beats heavy. And I guess I guess then you could be like, all right, well, I know he he got an ear for something. You know what I'm saying? I, I just I know you never seen me doing comedy full time. Absolutely you, not. That was the very last thing that I would have thought like was gonna be what you would go after. You said you were funny. Yeah, that's the funny part. The, yeah. The funny part is I was always cracking jokes around the house. Yeah. But it's weird that I just never thought I even myself was like, oh, I mean, I just like cracking jokes. I'm not thinking that I'm gonna be on stage with a microphone or be you never know. figured it could be a source of income for you. Yeah, never I never even really even thought about that. Of course I seen other people do it. I seen movies yeah. and all that stuff, but for me I'm like, okay, I'm probably just gonna go to Atlanta do music and call it a day. But now, ten years later, here we are. I'm making making money from doing my writing, writing comedy, and doing stand up and stuff like that. So it's just kind of interesting to see it from somebody else's perspective. Like because I would always be at the family gatherings, mm-hmm. making somebody laugh, mm-hmm. or you know, our cousins. You know, we always making fun of them. They, yeah, they so country. <laughs> they are so country. We country. We country. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, that's a, that's a whole another another level of country and. I just want to know that I was sorry when I went to Atlanta mama told me that because y'all didn't y'all didn't tell me this way at the time but y'all dropped me off and then she said and I don't know why this is funny but she said y'all cried in the car on the way back (laughs) (laughs) yeah when yeah, I, oh, when, when you I left, left from the porch. From the porch, yes, we did. We was standing in. I remember that we was standing so in here. Funny. We was crying because we was like, "Oh my god, he leaving, he leaving." And my, like, meanwhile, gone. I wish he had a camera because if you cut to my angle, I'm just happy. I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> I'm out of here." <laughs> but Mama, wow, knows. that's a moment that I really did not like. Think we about really did up here crying. Bohoin, yeah. I'm just like, what y'all up here crying for? I'm gonna be back. Like, <laughs> look, listen, it's a whole different story. That's just that's just hilarious. But I mean, you know, we we all three of us, we have a really close bond. So I understand that we we was in this house years on years, and we did Christmas every year together, did everything together. So for for a significant part to leave, that will affect that can affect anybody. But I just remember when I told my mom in 2002 when we first went to your cheerleading competition. Oh God! We went to you used to cheerlead. Yeah. You yeah. used to cheerlead. I, I used to cheerlead competition, not just regular cheerlead. No, you used to go. Uh, like, yeah, y'all used to yes. cheer. Cheer. Here's the thing, y'all was trash. But here's the thing. We was not. <laughs> you lie. We was good at our competitions. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. Won. Y'all was good. Y'all was you good. Know. But I remember. You know what? Because of. This is funny how life works. I'm just now thinking about this. So you did cheerlead. When how old, how old were you, was she when she started cheerleading? You started cheerleading at three, and then dancing at four, right? And then dancing right at after. four. A few things, cheerleading. Because of your cheerleading, y'all were the reason I ended up in Atlanta. Hmm. Oh, because of because we went to the competition. Uh-huh. In my young mind. We went down there. So I first we get to the city. That's my first time being in Atlanta. We get to the city and I will never forget. I remember Usher Yeah was playing on the radio. And I was like, "Oh, I'm in the city where Usher and Ludacris and Ludacris was my favorite rapper at the time. Mm-hmm. Still one of my favorites of all time." And we in the city of Atlanta and I remember we got to your cheerleading competition and it was every woman I've ever seen ever <laughs> including the women that are already in Atlanta and in my mind I'm like I'm going to college in this city like no <laughs> if ands or buts like I, I'm going and I'll never forget it was nighttime. we were headed back up this way I remember we're on 85 now that I know the city I remember we was on 85 I remember uh, I remember Turner broadcast was on the left and I'm going and I looked at mom and I said I'm going to school in Atlanta she said, boy, what you talking about? <laughs> I said, I'm going to school in Atlanta. I could feel it. And 
senior year comes i remember i started applying to different places but nothing really had the programs that i wanted and then i looked at the art institute of atlanta and there was i was like i knew i knew in my soul i was going to atlanta and you know looking back on now it was the best decision I could have ever made. Yeah. You know what I'm that's saying? That's how you I would, met your people. That's how I met, my, that's how I met my, my brothers that, that I'm in the group with now. And it's just like, it's weird how those small, significant things, they, those small things will will determine a larger picture. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't know that going down to that cheerleading competition that I was going to fall in love with Atlanta like that. You know what I'm saying? It was just kind of interesting. So are you saying it was because of the women? No, oh, absolutely. It was, you know, absolutely. It was a shallow reason at first. It was definitely a shallow reason for sure. I don't. I'm not going to lie about it. Yeah, yeah. I got in there and said, "What is going on? All these girls down here. It's just a city full of women. All right, cool. We gonna go." But then, like I said, I get down there and it was the culture. It was the music. It was a. Mm-hmm. Then also the school had my program, so I was like, "All right, bet this is a perfect thing." And um, when, because you came, you came to the show in Charlotte. When we we well, did at the school, yeah. When we got the standing ovation, yeah. What? Okay, this is what I want to know because I know that was Mama's first time really seeing. That was your first time really seeing us live like that. No, because no, the no, I'm talking about li- no, I'm talking about with that type of energy in that type of energy in Charlotte. UNC Charlotte was our was to it, this that day was the first school that we had went to. Yeah, that was the first school, and plus that was the first that was still to this day is our best show, hands down. Yeah, that's it yeah. was our best show, and we got a standing ovation. Mm-hmm. What was on your mind at that, that? Like when you went to that show, did you were you like, "Is my brother actually faint?" Like he? No, it's like it's okay. Adjusting to it is di- okay. Okay, it's like we're there. Yeah, and we see the people cheering for you and everything. But it's it's one thing to see the show and the show be great, mm-hmm. get a standing ovation. But it's another thing to see these people come up to you, like it's just like this is just Stevie, like come <laughs> this is Stevie. on, <laughs> this is just Stevie. this ain't Rome. This it's Stevie. like it's, and and so many people try to correct me yeah. when I call you Stevie. <laughs> you like I'm his and sister. I'm like I'm his sister. His name is Stevie. <laughs> he is not Rome to me. He is Stevie. Nah, and that like because I always because it's weird, man. It still catches me off guard when people be. I was in Walmart in Mebbin when I just got here on when I was here on Wednesday the next day I went uh, to um, Walmart in Mebbin I'm in Walmart this girl goes oh my god oh no you wrong from YouTube oh, I said no. I'm in country ass <laughs> Mebbin how you see me in it like what you how you know? and it's I be forgetting that just the internet is just a world it's just worldly it it's just everywhere it's you can have world. it at all and the internet you you're literally famous on the internet like because the internet is tv it's tv it's modern day tv so mm-hmm. i just want to know from a sister perspective it's like when when you were in high school because i feel like if we started 10 years ago you were still in high school oh you were just in middle i would school. be very annoyed like with people. did you people like would people <laughs> in high school know our video? I never really talked to you about that. Did they know like here, did they know As, our videos? Yes, they like did. when you got oh like maybe when you got junior, when, senior year. Yes, like it would be a lot of my friends that would be coming up to me asking me about Stevie. Because uh, they knew you as Stevie because they knew you since since uh, since I was in high school, we exactly. Went, so we went to the same middle school, same high school, and same elementary. And for those. same elementary, all the same schools. Yeah, we went to all the same so, schools. So, and then like I, so their I brothers left and my sisters mark. knew you too. Yeah, I left my mark, and and then as you came up, mm-hmm. people were like, oh. And then they seeing you grow. Then they see me grow, and they're just like, oh, where your brother at? I'm yeah. just like. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. God, you got the heathen. <laughs> but um yeah, and it's like to this day it's still I'm never not gonna be humbled by somebody knowing me because because of the people that listen to this podcast, because of the people that support us, we are in the position that we are in today. And literally, we ain't even got started. That's the crazy part. It's ten years in. And we ain't really. This is still the beginning. This is still the beginning because let me tell y'all when stuff really when they green light these shows and get our when we get our foot because our foot is like our toe it's is in right the door there. our toe is in the door and yeah the little the big toe is just peeking around and I got uh-huh. a long I got a long feet so my big yeah. toe is in the door mm-hmm. when the whole foot go in it's 
over. It's like okay. when it comes to sketches and stuff like that, I know our potential and like just the, I know what we can do. So I'm always thankful. I'm always humble um, by the fans and what you guys do. Before we get to the fan questions, though, I want to um, talk about something. So my sister has a lot of phobias. Oh. And <laughs> we got to talk about some things because one, you got to grow up. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. Look, listen, I'm grown. We ride in the car and she goes, yeah, I'm still scared of ladybugs. I said, first off, you don't need to be scared of nothing that's called a ladybug. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the sweetest thing ever on earth. No. Why are you scared of ladybugs? Okay, because I got attacked by a swarm of. Let ladybugs. me tell you something. What they were not attacking you. They were attacking mentally. Me. Okay, let me explain. Ju- okay, go so ahead. I was in Granny's. Our grandmother in the, in the yep. um, attic. And our grandmother's and I'm now our grandmother lives in Bear Creek, North Carolina. That's so the country. She lives in the deepest of the country. Deep country. Yeah. All right. And um, I was laying down, and I had like kind of dozed off. And so when you were young, yes, I was very young. Yeah. By the way. Yeah, young and stupid. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was. Oh, hold, hold on, hey, mama, what that salmon looking like? Yeah, but anyway, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Best good, Love you, know? you, mama. Um, go ahead. Um, but I had woke up, yeah, and there was like ladybugs crawling on the sheets okay. that I seen first. And whenever I took the sheets off, yeah, then they were on like my legs and like me. And then at that point, it was just a, it just looked like they were just every everywhere. Just, they do swarm. Okay, ladybugs okay. do swarm. Okay, I can understand <laughs> that. I can understand, but I do want you to know something. <laughs> Nobody's ever <laughs> been in the hospital in life from a ladybug. Okay, I understand that. However, okay. Like literally they are very small. But they look evil though. You see Where them? do they look evil at? On they on the circle face looking thing on the with circle? the dots and the stuff. They look evil, okay? The beautiful no, ladybug ain't looks no beautiful evil. Nothing. But listen, Ain't here's no my thing. Do you know how big you are now? I You're under- 23 years yes, old. Yes, I understand that. Do you know how you could just flick it with a pinky and it would just die? Mm-mm. It would just, it would literally die. Did Mama ever tell you about the time whenever the swarm of ladybugs was here? Oh God, you no. told you told him. Okay, so like that literally was what two years ago? Two years ago? Yes. <laughs> what happened? You started crying? Yes. I did. Wait, you really started crying? I really did, because I could not come out the house. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. If I was here, you would have been on the internet. (laughs) Oh, my goodness, I wish I was here. It was serious. Like, Mama thought I was joking at first, and I'm like... What you thought crying was going to do? What you thought that was going to do? I couldn't get out the house, and I had to go to work, okay? (laughs) No, you just... That's what I'm saying. You got... You need therapy. That's what I'm saying. You need You need therapy, because... it's basically from a traumatic experience. Like that's where that's why I, that's why I literally said yeah. So people you are need therapy. No, I don't need no therapy for that. Yes, I you, just need to stay away from ladybugs. No, it. literally in life you need therapy, especially <laughs> for these ladybugs because you don't need to be afraid. There's nothing gonna hurt you from these ladybugs. Mm-mm. I can even say if you said tarantulas, I'm like, all right, that's I'm what, scared of those too. Th- that makes so, sense. I mean, all that that makes sense. <laughs> A tarantula, man, I don't want yeah. a tarantula on me. Uh-huh. A tarantula is like a fist. It's like a, a big fist spider. Mm-hmm. A ladybug mm-hmm. has never <laughs> in the history of mankind done anything to anybody. No. Nope. Nope. I ain't with it. No ladybugs. Hold on. This got to be. <laughs> all right. Uh, phobia. I'm looking up someone in there, y'all. Phobia of ladybugs. It's, it, it's a word? It's called. Entomophobia. Entomophobia. That's what I got. What is it? How and why it occurs? Let's read about this. So it's a real thing? These cute little ladybug creatures come in all kinds of cute little colors. They are red and orange, the black ones, of course, as well as unusual colors like white, yellow, blue, purple. Well, maybe. Am I scaring you? Well, if I am, then that could be because you have a fear of ladybugs. But you're not alone. Thousands, indeed, probably hundreds of thousands of people across the globe (laughs) have a similar fear. Some even have a wider fear of more than just ladybugs. Let's dive a little deeper. Um... So, known as cocine, that's one of them long phobia words. This forms 
part of a wider field called entomophobia, which is known fear of one or more insect varieties. Sufferers may, sufferers may incur similar reactions to other phobias, such as sweating or increased breathing. What? Um, it's a real thing. No, I know it's a real thing. It's a real stupid thing is what no. I'm trying to say. We have to listen. We have to recognize that fears are indeed irrational, but to the sufferer, they are very real states of mental and physical indeed. emotion indeed. brought by a trigger element, which, which in case means you need therapy is no. what I'm telling you. <laughs> this is how you get through it. Often the trigger is a past incident, uh -huh. perhaps a childhood clash with a bloom of ladybugs or an uneasy feeling that a ladybug landed on them. Mm -hmm. Perhaps as a child, they accidentally swallow one. The point is, it could be invoked by a plethora of potential experiences. Not a plethora. Um, <laughs> Mama, I'm in the middle of a podcast. I want rice. I want rice and potatoes. What you mean? Rice and potatoes. Come on now. That's what I'm talking about. Whip it up in there. Mama. Okay, here we go. Um, how to overcome it. Step one, recognition. Okay, I recognize that. Okay, I cool. I know. Step two, assessment. Is it actually a problem for you to suffer with this? Is it important for you yes. that you get over this feeling? No. Does it occur often enough to warrant some help or does it prevent you from living your life? No. Yes, it does. Uh, it, did, you it, did, it did one time. No, okay, no. It said, it said often. No, no. It said often. When the last time you've you seen a ladybug? <laughs> <laughs> when the last not, not too long ago exactly my boyfriend decided to uh try to get i don't know what he was trying to do with it but it didn't happen because <laughs> it never got to me was trying i don't know scare me with the ladybug step three learning <laughs> more often than not we usually have a greater fear of things we don't know or understand starting a new job having an operation might be good examples by learning more about the subject we're more likely to remove the fear that we may have developed over them Start by learning something small, perhaps once a day. Pick up a book. Pick out a new detail about them. <laughs> this website may help. I'd recommend two articles to ease you in the subject and get you started. Plus, they contain no scary ladybug images. I'm going to send you these articles. No, thank you. There's no ladybugs in the I article. I know about them. See, that's the thing. You got to be open to change. You <laughs> can't is, be. It's not affecting my life, you know. You literally just said. Not that much. <laughs> but what if. What if you got to go on vacation somewhere uh -huh. and they have ladybugs at your resort? Tell you going to go home? Nah, no, I'm saying they say the whole island is full of ladybugs. I don't know what to do while I'm there in the first place. You're not going to know. You're just going to have fun. But you get there. Oh, sorry. This season we do have some ladybugs, but they're not bothering nobody. You going you gonna to go home? No, I'm, I'm going to try to just avoid ladybugs. Do they got ladybug repellent? Yeah, it's called therapy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You you are hard headed though. I don't know if that's yes. a Virgo trait. I don't know if that that's not a Virgo trait. That's just a U trait. You, I don't know. You you are very hard headed. But what I do want you to understand out of this podcast is be open to change. Like you have to be open to change in life because you can't go all your life not be, being willing to just say, okay, you know what. I have to get over certain things if I want to live my life, if I want to be free, if I want to be a whole human. I got to learn to just be open to change. Not big changes, small, just small steps, one at a time. If you could just promise me that as you get older, you'll just start to look at things and be like, you know what? I could probably change this, especially if other people tell you that hey, maybe you should look into this. <laughs> Just sit back and be like, you know what? What am I not looking at? That's all I'm saying. Uh -huh. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I appreciate your expertise. That's, that's all I'm saying because Advice. I've grown it's I, I, I've grown is. and I'm just I want my, my siblings and the people I love to grow as well. That's, that's all I'm saying. Uh -huh. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. One at a time, step by step. That's all I'm saying. She's still 23. She's still young. She got time to change <laughs> and grow. So let's get to these fan questions. Um, all right, guys. Remember, if you want to submit a question to the podcast. Oh, just let y'all guys know, too. You know, I should have said this at the beginning. But either way, I'll put it in the description. Uh, we won't have video podcasts until I'm back in LA which I'm not back until mid-January about the 12th or the 15th 
Um, so once I get back, we'll be back in the studio, back with Hannah, back with the producers, everybody, and we'll be back putting the uh, new clips on YouTube. So um, you guys just be patient with us. Everybody, it's the holiday season, so you know how it goes. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. So, uh, first question from Akinyele Artisan, what's up, Rome? Since we're days away from Christmas, I was wondering if you can remember the best and the worst gift you've ever gotten as a child. Well, I said the best one. The worst, mom probably got me some socks or something. Like, nobody want no socks as no child. I don't need my feet. Don't need to be warm right now. I'm trying to play games. <laughs> one of the main uh, Christmas presents that uh, was given to you that I remember is the Nutty Buddy bars. Yo, I <laughs> love Nutty Buddy bars. <laughs> it's a yellow and red box. I just had two yesterday. Not two boxes, two little nutty buddy bars. Um, Tyler, Tyler Afro Lady Thomas. Hey, DT family. Hope all is well with you this week. I'm currently listening to Amanda Seals do 10 things I learned from this decade on her podcast. Is there a top five or best three things you guys learned throughout the 2009-2019 decade? I've mainly learned to become more self-aware of my actions. And that depression is deeper than I could ever imagine it to be. Hopefully in 2020, I can heal myself more. But just be curious as to what you guys have to say. It's been a great year of the podcast episodes with you. And I really appreciate the work you guys did with Boss Talk. I've learned so much. Hope you guys continue to grow. Um, Tyler, I'm going to do a wrap up probably next Saturday or Sunday. And I'm going to... I'm a list. Uh, I'm gonna do a list, but I guess one of the things off the top of my head is to know that the journey is deeper than than you could imagine. I would just say that because ten years ago I didn't know I would be where I am now, and through the ups and downs, and just knowing that it's it's not about the you know destination; it's about the journey, and you got to kind of fall in love with the process. So that's one thing that I definitely uh, know because when I started, we were, I was 21 years old, so in the 10 years that I've, that I've been here, that's one thing I can definitely say, but I'll go through a whole breakdown of all that. When I do the uh, full wrap up Sierra Derrico, um, have you learned something this decade? I have learned a lot about myself. Okay. Um, and so self-awareness was one thing you, yes. Um, I was able to point out more of what 
needs to change and what doesn't need to change. Oh, really? Yes, and it wasn't including ladybugs. Oh, that's crazy that you <laughs> pointed out some change. It was but not. But no, that's good. That's good that you 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 figured that up. I figured that up. Figured that out. Hey, hey, DT, how goes it? Quick question: If a young lady is direct and upfront, but not necessarily too blunt, but bold enough towards a man, is that a turn off? Does that turn on or off? Like, as in she is not being rude. My take. I believe it has to do with the person's confidence level, but not being too cocky about it and the person receiving it. If they get super offended by that type of behavior, then there may be some insecurity issues on their part while they can't see the positivity in it. Shrugs. Much love. See. Um, yeah, I think it's the person like a girl can come to me and say whatever. Uh, I'm a comedian, so I don't, I'm like, right, I don't know what you're talking about. But uh, Or I might laugh. I've had girls come up to me and say wild stuff before, and I might go along with it. And But I don't think it's rude. For some people, it may be a turn off, but like you said, it's just, it just depends on who the person is. Some people may be an introvert. They may not know how to handle the way you're coming at them. So you got to kind of take it as a case-by-case case, uh, basis. I mean, from a girl's perspective, um, whenever a guy does it, a lot of times girls think it was like, ugh. Well, some, some a lot of guys girls, trash. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, no, no, I get it. Like, but some some it, girls think it's too like aggressive. Yeah, it's too aggressive. Um, in Adelaide, yo, what's good? If you were to rename your siblings, what would they be? <laughs> huh. What would be another name you would have? For um, me? let me see. I could see you as. I could see you as. Let me see. At first, I was going to go with Tony because it's unisex. And I think I actually like the name Tony for a girl. I do. With an I. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Taylor, yeah. yeah, I about to say Taylor's unisex. Yeah, Taylor's unisex too. So I could see Tony. I could also see. Mm, uh, I don't know. I, <laughs> Alexis, that's your Alexis, middle name. I'll say yeah, I'll be calling you. Like I see Ale- Alexis fits for you. What about me? Um. Hmm. You know what? I can see a Derek. I can see a Derek. Uh, maybe a Derek. Maybe a Derek. No, no. No. I'm thinking maybe more. Yeah, a mic. I see. I see a mic. You give me the most common ass. The most common name. Just, just ca- right. you trying to call me a common nigga? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. My bad, Mike. I'm you're not common. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lexi Lex, find the guy who wore the shades. Oh, I was talking about blue. Mama, you remember blue? Oh yeah, yeah. Remember yeah, when yeah, I brought with blue with with the shade? He never took his shades off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> so, I told the story on the podcast. Oh, you did. Yeah. Hello, lol. Hello, everyone. If you were to pick one year of your childhood to relive as an adult, which year would you pick, and why was that year so significant? Ooh, one year of my childhood to relive the year as I an graduated. adult. Oh, that's tough. You know what? The year I lived in Panama, because I stay going out the country, boss talk, you know what I'm saying? All we do is go out the country, you know what I'm saying? Boss boys, that ENT, you know what I'm saying? Uh-oh, boys. Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no. Um, I would probably say when I lived in Panama, because it's that or when I was in Germany, because I can't remember it. So as an adult, that would be that would be great. Um, Mine would be the, the year that I graduated from high school. Okay, because that was a happy day for you. No, no, I would relive that whole entire year because it was a great year. No, that was a bad year. So why would no? Oh, are they saying relive it or redo? To relive as an adult. Why oh, would you want to go through that again? Okay, <laughs> I got you. I got you. Um, okay, gay. Happy how I don't know why I always say your name like that, but it just sounds like some type of sandwich. Um, happy whole lit days. Hey, see what I did there? Yo, I'm mad. I'm mad dude from last week told y'all the correct way to say Hokage. I live for y'all messing it up like nobody's business. <laughs> the person above me is right. You need to find the dude with the shades. I need to know is it the family thing or is his eyes lazy or something? LOL. <laughs> what are some of your favorite holiday dishes? And who would you say is your best cook in your family other than your parent? Hope you guys have a happy holiday. Probably my grandma. Yeah, yeah. Probably my grandma. Other than that, uh, my favorite dish is my grandmother's stra- I mean my grandmother. My mama's strawberry pie. Favorite dish, hands down. Yeah, and my granny's uh, potato salad, which I don't know if I'm getting any, 
But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my grandmother's potato uh potato salad. Who peed? Oh huh? Uh oh. Who peed? I didn't pee. My mom just stepped in the dog pee. <laughs> I, th- I think Flip <laughs> might be Flip. <laughs> My bad, mom. Um, from range down, y'all had me rolling last week with the nicknames. It really had me thinking: Am I stri- am I in the stripper world? <laughs> it's just a gamer tag, though. But I swear, if I ever met a stripper with the name, I'm gonna have to change it. My question for the week, because it's Christmas in a couple days. Do you remember that one year that Santa hurt you? Spoiler alert, homie wasn't real. I remember writing Fat Man a letter, leaving cookies and milk, begging for Ninja Turtles. He didn't break in the house and move anything. My parents never even told me the truth. They all disrespectful. I'm not mad now. (laughs) Now, though, it's just PTSD. (laughs) Um, So, uh, a year that Santa hurt me... um, you know, I'm not gonna lie. We had some blessed Christmases. We usually got what we what we wanted. Santa came through. Yeah. Um, Santa had a decent job. You know what I'm saying? So I was we was blessed with it. <laughs> we was blessed with a good Santa. Um, it made me sad whenever I found out that Santa was not real. It made you sad. Yeah. I, was I ain't like, gonna lie. Oh, I don't man. even remember when I found out. I just know I went the next day and I was like, oh okay. <laughs> I figured, but see, I figured from the year before that he wasn't real, just simply because I seen I had woke up randomly in the middle of the night. Yeah. And uh, Mama was out here with, with some presents. Yeah. And mama told, she hurried up and told me to go back to bed. And that next year is when she was like, Santa's not real. Yeah. And here's the thing. I had a hunch maybe like a year or two before because mama and Santa had the same writing. So I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. I was like, I see, I see what's going on. And last question is, uh, Hey Zeus. So, so for starters, I didn't read the post from last week about the dude that beat cancer. I had just seen the length of the post and said it was too long, but man, I felt bad when y'all were reading it out loud, LOL. Now for the question. I just want to see a female's POV and yours as well, Rome. So how do you guys feel about all the girls that are making OnlyFans, premium snaps, etc.? Do y'all condone it or simply don't care since money is money? I ask because I've noticed a big debate going on about it and both sides always make sense to me. P.S. I hope all the DT family has a good Christmas and New Year's. I wish you guys nothing but the best in 2020 and I'm ready to support every step you guys take. Appreciate that, Zeus. Um, OnlyFans. Here's the thing. Do what you gonna do. There's nothing I can... I, I, I can't really be mad at it. It's not my cup of tea. Like, I have a homegirl who her friend on there doesn't really show much. Maybe a nip slip here and there, but she makes, she got 2,000 OnlyFans, like fans. She charges $10 a month. She makes $20,000 a month. What? A month. Uh, give or take, probably some months that are up and down. She, she probably clearing at least 15. Grand, but it's like, do I? But the thing is, is like, what do you want to be remembered for? I'm very legacy driven, Mm -hmm. so for me, it doesn't work for me. If other people just want to make money, I can see because there's circumstances. It's circumstantial. Single mom Mm -hmm. can't really get a job. Trying, just trying. You got a baby to feed. I can't be mad at you. Yeah. Then there's some people who ain't got. Then they just have a nice body, and they're like, you know what? I'm gonna, gonna make some. I'm gonna make, make some, some money because I don't like it, it's. So I can't be. I'm not mad not at mad it. It's at just him, not. That's not. I don't. I wouldn't do it because I'm more. I want people to remember me for my work. Mm-hmm. I want to remember like, oh, that's a funny dude. Like I like what he does. Da da da. That's that's not for me. You know, not that's, just yeah. necessarily for looks or whatever. Yeah, that's that's the thing, and that's so for people who who don't want to be remembered for that stuff. They like. Yeah, yeah sure but other people they're like mm, I, don't, I can't really do that I don't want to do that with my body or my time and that's fine I think both ways it's it's your prerogative you know what I'm saying gizmo gizmo, gizmo. get off the get off the get off the court all right okay matter of fact come here come here bring your butt here okay you don't okay okay, okay it's a dog doing lots of dog stuff get him over there okay go that way there you go all right. there you go. go okay so <laughs> oh my um but yeah, so yeah, I think it's you do what you do. I mean, that's pretty much. <laughs> I can't be mad at you if you're making your money, if you're surviving, if you're living not. life. Nobody hustle. Yeah, if that's it. what you do. That's what you do. That's what you do. Um, but yeah, man, uh, 
we are reaching on an hour right now and you know it's christmas time i just want to say thank you for coming on and talking with me um i'm excited about 2020 um i'm excited about what's in store for dt Mm -hmm. i'm excited about what's in store for the family i told y'all i told you i got a car to get you yeah uh-huh and we ain't I, never gonna forget that oh no i'm never gonna forget it because i meant that i got a car i'm gonna get you i got a house i'm gonna get mama so it's you know it's just go time man it's just it's just very very important time in my life and i'm gonna be 32 this year and um oh and i'm excited about it i'm really excited about yeah. 32 for some right. reason you know what i'm saying i think that was shaq's number and uh <clears throat> hopefully my money can get to that shack level um shack level and it here. will it will uh but thank you again and for everybody listening i hope you have a blessed christmas kiss your mom kiss your grandma your dad kiss your everybody tell the people you love them man because and you know a matter of fact let me say this there's a lot of people who aren't able to be home with their families uh this holiday season and if you know anybody like that just reach out to them and just give them some love on christmas and you know just tell them that they're appreciated and that um you know they have a lot to look forward to and to just give them that holiday spirit man especially the people who may look like they're strong those are usually the ones that need to be checked up on so you know check up on your people check up on your friends and uh yeah i will i'll do the wrap up for the end of the year podcast next week and i'm just gonna try to continue giving you guys this content while i'm gone and i love you guys and i love you fans i love you sis love you too i love you mama um and i love you gizmo (laughs) (laughs) angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well i absolutely love this because you know if you own a home it can be really hard to maintain it's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small well whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.